Blog Talk Radio. You know, sometimes God will declare someone is, is this or that, and in the natural, they're not this or that yet. Um, but God is showing the potential, the potential of the thing. But when, when God actually releases a, a mantle, I believe that they can start walking in that mantle, that new assignment. This is Pastor Brad Morgan. It's good being with you today. I was uh, praying yesterday before the Sunday service, and as I was in prayer, I heard a phrase, and I want to talk about this phrase that I heard, and the phrase that I heard was new mantles. God was releasing new mantles. The word mantle means an important role or responsibility that passes from one person to another. You know, the scripture says to to not lay your hand suddenly on any man. And that's talking about in terms of, it's not just talking about laying hands on people because it's fine to lay hands on people, but it's talking about in terms of laying hands on people for leadership and so not to be too quick to lay hands on people and to declare someone is something is a leader you know sometimes god will declare someone is is this or that and in the natural they're not this or that yet Um, but god is showing the potential the potential of a thing but when when god actually releases a, a mantle i believe that they can start walking in that mantle, that new assignment. I know several years ago, before we started the church, so it's been over 18, maybe probably about 20 or 21 years ago, I was, I'd got home from a revival meeting and I was laying down to to sleep and I began to weep and weep and weep and weep. And I didn't want to wake my wife up, so I got up out of the bed and went out to the living room. And I continued to weep. And I think I weeped for and cried for about 15 minutes. And when I was done, I asked the Lord, is there something you want to say to me? Because it was, it was unusual. It was uh, not just crying, but it was a very deep weeping. And uh, so when I got done, the, the Lord told me, he said, uh, I've called you as I called Jeremiah. Jeremiah was called, actually, when he was very young. He was called when he was around 17 years old, and he was called to be a prophet to the nations. So, I, you know, I'd read some of Jeremiah, and, boy, he just really went through a lot of different things. And he, he suffered for the word that God had given him. And so I didn't really care too much for that calling. And I told the Lord that. And then right after that, actually before the Lord told me about Jeremiah, the first thing the Lord told me is, you're rejecting the calling that is on your life. Boy, that was a surprise to me because I thought I was pursuing the calling. So right when he said, you've rejected the calling that's on your life, I began to ask him, well, what is that calling? And that's when he spoke to me uh, that I've called you as I called Jeremiah. So, um, 
you know, I had a decision at that point whether I would uh, receive that calling, and I did receive it. And uh, and I believe that was the day that that the Lord actually set me into that office, into that prophetic office. And um, you know, then several years later, God called us to uh, to start a church. You know, I've learned some things about uh, the prophet and about the prophetic office. But, uh, you know, these new mantles are not just um, limited to uh, one office or, or one way of doing things. But um, they're, they're new. They're not new to God. There's nothing new. Ecclesiastes says there's nothing new under the sun. So they're not new to God, but they're new to us. We see one example of this in Second uh, Kings. Uh, chapter 2, Elisha had been following Elijah around for quite a while, seven or eight years, and Elijah was getting ready to, to pass away, and, and God had told him that he would anoint someone to to take his place, and actually God had pointed out to him who that someone was, and he had he had anointed Elisha to be his successor, and now comes the day when Elijah's going to leave the scene. And starting in verse 1, it says, And it came to pass when the Lord was about to take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind that Elisha, that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. Then Elisha said to Elisha, Stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me on to Bethel. But Elisha said, As the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. Now the sons of the prophets who were at Bethel came out to Elisha and said to him, Do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? And he said, Yes, I know. Keep silent. Boy, I just saw something that I hadn't seen before. It says, Do you, Did you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? In other words, you're not going to have... Um, Elijah's no longer going to be over you. God's going to take you from the position of being a follower to the position of being a leader. Uh, Many years ago, Rosa Parks got on a bus and they made her get in the back of the bus. And she protested and said, I'm not going to ride in the back of the bus. I'm coming to the front of the bus and this is actually what God was in the process of doing he was promoting Elisha from the back to the front he was promoting him from the back to the front and so he he said yes I know this keep silent then Elisha said to him Elisha stay here please for the Lord has sent me on to Jericho But he said, as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they came to Jericho. Now now we see something right here that sometimes God will release a new mantle and that new mantle gets released out of association. So Elisha was willing to associate himself with, with Elijah. And actually Elisha had finances but he he chose to lay that down 
and uh, walk away from that. Although he, it, it appears that he walked in a different financial realm than than Elijah did, but he he said, "I'm I'm staying right here." So uh, association causes a new mantle. But the the next thing I notice is that a loyalty, a loyalty causes a new mantle. Now this isn't a a, a blind uh, loyalty, and uh, I don't I don't think. God uh, expects us to follow people blindly because he tells us in Hebrews that that we're to obey our leaders looking at the outcome of their faith. In other words, we're to look at their life and see if their life is actually producing an outcome, a good outcome, a good fruit. And that outcome that we see, we're to imitate them we're to follow them. We're to learn from them in that outcome. But this this loyalty is is a, it's a very um, uh, it's an unusual ingredient because um, anytime we're we're around leaders for a while, we're going to discover that they're not perfect. There's no perfect leaders, and then at that point, our heart is going to be tested if we'll continue. To follow them, and uh, so Elijah had been following Elijah again for a while, seven or eight years. Verse five. Now the sons of the prophets who were at Jericho came to Elisha and said to him, "Do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today?" So he answered, "Yes, I know. Keep silent." Then Elijah said to him. Stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me on to the Jordan. So we see another quality of a new mantle. You're going to walk into the Jordan. And, you know, when Joshua began to take the Israelites across the Jordan, the Jordan, the water in the Jordan, when the Lord told them the cross, was over, uh, it, it was it was deep water. And, uh, and so God is going to take you into things that you're going to not be able to navigate in except that he shows up. So Elisha said, as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So the two of them went on. So Elisha was saying, you know what, even if you call on me to do something illogical and to follow you as you do something illogical, I'm going to follow you because I know you are a man of God. And 50 men of the sons of the prophets went and stood facing them at a distance while the two of them stood by the Jordan. Now, I've noticed in leadership you always have people that will that will stand watching from a distance. They don't actually want to get in there with you. They don't want to actually get in there with you and help you, but they want to stand at a distance. In other words, they're going to stand. Now, again, these were sons of the prophets. These were people that had relationship with God, but they were going to see how this thing was going to work out before they were going to associate him. Associate. Now, Elijah took his mantle, his mantle. You know, when God releases a mantle to you, it's it's your mantle. It's a mantle that God's given you and for that mantle to work, you'll have to take ownership 
of that mantle. And as you take ownership of the mantle, there's a responsibility that comes. There's a stewardship that comes as you take ownership. And he took his mantle, rolled it up, and struck the water, and it was divided this way and that, so the two of them crossed over on dry ground. And this was no big deal for Elijah to do this. This was just normal stuff. To walk in the miraculous was normal stuff. Now it's interesting. It says in ver it's verse 8, now Elijah took his mantle. In other words, 8 is the number of new beginnings, and God is about to grant a new beginning to Elisha. And um, so God in this season is wanting to release, I believe, new mantles on people's lives. And and God is looking for people that are that are loyal and faithful and that have been willing to, to serve, that have been willing to be a, a good follower. You know, some people want to own a business and they've never learned to be a good employer. He he wants people that are willing to walk with God even if God asks them to do things that don't make sense. He wants people that'll be willing to be loyal to a leader even to the very the very end. That there's going to be a loyalty. There's going to be a faithfulness. In other words, the one that God releases a new mantle to through a leader, it's this type of person that's not just in it just for themselves and how they can benefit, but they're in it for the kingdom of God and how the kingdom of God can benefit. Father, I just thank you for this season, and I thank you that this is a season, Lord, when you are releasing new mantles, you are releasing new assignments to people, people that have served, people that, um, that have been faithful, Lord, you're leading them in an area. You're leading them in a realm of uncharted territory. And these, these people are even listening to me today. And Father, you are causing them to be equipped with courage and to walk in what you've called them to walk in. And I thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, this is, is Pastor Brad Morgan. It was good being with you today. I hope you enjoyed the message. I would like to encourage you to visit our website at newlifebeginningschurch.com. That's newlifebeginningschurch.com. There's a secure site there where you can sow into this ministry. If you would like to sow by mail, our address is New Life Beginnings Church, P.O. Box 203, Patterson, Texas, 77466. If you do not have a church home, I want to invite you to come visit ours. Our Sunday service is at 1030. The church address is 5609 FM 359 North Brookshire, Texas 77423. We offer child care for the four-year-olds and younger. We also offer children's church for the five-year-olds up to fifth grade twice a month. On Wednesday nights, we reach out to kids in the Brookshire Patterson area. We have service and classes that start at 7 p.m. If you have prayer requests or would like to speak with us, our church phone number is 281-802-8094. You can contact me by email at bmorgan542 at gmail.com. 
That's bmorgan542 at gmail.com. This program is sponsored by New Life Beginnings Church. And again, this is Pastor Brad Morgan. And I would like to remind you the best is yet to come. We love you and thanks for listening.